When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two. Welcome everybody to OTR, right? OTR off the rails. We have. Whoa! Oh, oh, machine guns. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. Where it's reload. We, this is warfare now. And it's actually true. Today's episode is about warfare. Um, we have such a fantastic show today. And we have no sponsors, which means we are officially off the rails. Accountable to nobody. <laughs> Love the passion, guys. Mm. So, um... Welcome to the Ryan Kavanaugh is running a Ponzi scheme podcast, accused by his ex-partner. <laughs> yeah, he's not running a Ponzi scheme necessarily. He's been accused by his ex-partner of running a Ponzi Bingo. scheme. Bingo. As reported in Variety. Well, anyway, we, you guys know about that. But did you know there's a new nugget of information about CavCav that is so crazy? So horrific. It will explain everything you need to know about this man. That's hot. Ryan Kavanaugh. Listen to this memo from Deadline. Now, Deadline, like Variety, Dan, and you can correct me because you're, you're in the biz. I'm in the biz. I'm a big shot producer. Just, just like Ryan once was. Not anymore. No, he's bankrupt. Yeah, he's bankrupt now. He bankrupted his production studio, but... um. But yeah, no, Deadline's, uh, yeah, along with Variety, Hollywood Reporter, Deadline. Those are, like, the three. Well, it looks like their slogan is breaking Hollywood news since 2006, so. Pretty all, big. All the way back in 2006. Uh, it, it's not that, it's not that, uh, <laughs> They have, they, it, they've, uh, they've had a stellar rise, like Relativity Media once did. Well, I mean, But how... unlike Relativity, it's still in business. Well, hold on, 2006 is pretty early for a website. Let's not poo-poo that, I mean. Ish, yeah. So anyway, here, listen to this, man. Listen to this headline. This is from 2018, not that long ago. Relativity fabricated memo claiming sexual harassment against former co-president Adam Fields. Judge awards $8.4 million. Okay, now wait. Wait till you read the freaking details of this. In wow. short, <clears throat> there's this guy, Adam Fields, who was a president they brought on to Relativity to save his bank, his failing bankrupt uh, production company. And when he decided he didn't want to pay him anymore, this, I'm paraphrasing the article, okay? Uh, the judge said, and I'll read her quote, or his quote, I don't know the gender, that Ryan Kavanaugh forged a document claiming he sexually harassed people so he could fire him without paying him severance. Are you, is that like mental? Like how, like, 
Whoa! Whoa! Wow. Forget, this is the Ryan Kavanaugh forged a document claiming his ex-president uh, se sexually assaulted him, or sexually assaulted people so to avoid paying him severance podcast now. This is sick! <laughs> Here, I'm going to read all this. Oh, here's an update. Claims of sexual harassment from seven women at Relativity against former Relativity co-president Adams Fields have been found the result of a fraudulent mem memorandum devised, according to the arborating judge, Terry... Friedman by Relativity CEO Ryan Kavanaugh himself. Bruh. <laughs> the validity of that memo, which claimed that more than a handful of women complained to HR have been the subject have been subjected to sexual harassment by Fields, was also denied by the managing director of the company, an overseer of HR, Carol Jennis, who denied ever seeing or authoring that memo. So here's the thing. He brings in this document. First, this this is so mental. He says, I'm going to fire this guy because he's sexually harassing people. You know what's weird is in the termination letter, it didn't say anything about um, the sexual harassment. And then, he mag and then he magically produces this letter that was apparently written by this HR person. And when the judge asked the HR person, did you f sign this letter? She says, no, I've never heard of it. I don't know anything about what they're talking about. Hmm. Weird. The validity of the yada, yada, yada. Here. The validity of the memo, which claimed that more than a handful uh, in her testimony during a civil suit brought by fields against Kavanaugh and Relativity, she stated that she never heard of any harassment claims and knew nothing of them. The memorandum. Here, this one, it gets great. A forensic audit of the computer was conducted, and it was found that the memo had been generated by someone who signed it as CavCav. Cav. Who could that be? It certainly points to this man. Wait, is it this man or this man? They look so similar. I think it's him. Mm, no. No, I think Ryan it was... Kavanaugh? I think No, I think it's the other guy. Oh, that's yeah, Ryan Kavanaugh. Right, yeah, yeah. That's, Cav Cav. That's, that's Cav Cav. If, if they had a band together, those two, it would probably be called Cav Cav. Mm. Cav Cav. Probably be called Essay. Oh, I mean, no. Take that back. Ugh, it's so awkward. Well, well, hold on. I think we have a claim to call it essay because he's falsified memos about essay. He hasn't essayed somebody that we know about, but he's falsified memos about essay. Right. So that's that's in the realm. Dude, can you guys believe what a scumbag this Ryan Kavanaugh is? Like, what? The record states that two weeks before trial, Relativity magically discovered another 2,000 documents that had previously not produ been produced. One of them was this HR memo that was apparently written by Genus, the HR person who had never heard of it. The document was a several-page memorandum which purported to document a pattern of egregious misconduct uh, by Mr. Fields, none of which, strangely, was mentioned in his termination letter. In an attempt to explain why the memorandum had not been produced earlier, Relativity, Relativity submitted false declarations from Mr. Kavanaugh Mr. Kavanaugh claimed in his declaration that he was the one to ferret out the location of the memorandum. In particular, he declared under oath 
that he suspe suspected that documents had not been produced because it was in a private folder belonging to Miss Genius, who was no longer employed at Relativity after being given special access to Mrs. Genius' supposed private folders. He lied under oath. A big lie. That's crazy. I, so this guy should be in jail. I don't know why you can just lie under oath and just be like, cool, bye. Yeah, and about something so serious, he ruined this guy's life. Like, he could not... Well, he tried. Well, no, he for like a year, he almost couldn't get work in Hollywood. Oh, you what, read that? I, I read that. It was, it was hard for him to find any work because he was accused of such a horrible act. You know, and this, this coincided with the Harvey Weinstein stuff right in the midst of Me Too. So Ryan Kavanaugh is a man willing to weaponize Me Too an essay, such a serious topic, literally just to save him money from from having to pay this guy his contractual severance. I mean, there is not a bigger scumbag on this planet than Ryan Kavanaugh. Also, he's quite dumb, too, if I can say that. He's, he's actually quite dumb. He said, last edited, CavCav. Like, the judge is like, you are an idiot, and you trust this guy to run Triller? I mean, no wonder Triller's going bankrupt. Yo, Triller, my thing No wonder their flipped. thing is flipped. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wanted to ruin this guy just to save just to save a few a few bucks. That's crazy. I mean, basically falsely accusing someone of me too stuff is basically like false R-word accusations, which is like just the most horrible thing you can do. It's crazy, man. So disturbing. This guy wanted to come on our show, by the way. Cav, Cav. Uh, Field says in bankruptcy crediting uh, creditor document, at the first sight of this memo, he knew it was fake. That's the HR person. Jen, or no, Janice, the HR person, was then brought in to an evidentiary hearing to testify and was asked about the memo, which claims that three unnamed female employees said that Fields had inappropriately propositioned them or touched them, that one of those unnamed female employees said Fields suggested that he couldn't, he, that he could further her career. She said she thought it meant in exchange for sex, and two other unnamed female employees then led to the internal investigation to two more females, also unnamed, seven in all. So Kavanaugh has, has imagined a story where this guy is propositioning people for f sexual favors in turn for furthering their career. These allegations... In a filing on May 29th states these allegations were all fabrications, seemingly ripped from the headlines of then-recent Harvey Weinstein scandal. Crazy. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> Asked if there were three confirmed incidents of harassment of female employees by Fields, the HR lady said, absolutely not. There were no female employees that I was ever aware of. Asked whether a female employee talked about his ability to increase her career path, which she understood in exchange for sex. Jenna said, I know. I am sorry. I never heard that. I mean, it's unbelievable. And then she, the HR woman went further to say, I have to say, I take sexual harassment extremely seriously. And the fact that all of this is attributed to me is very offensive to me. Honestly, it is very offensive to me. That this is stated here when it did not occur. In fact, she said she was out sick the day the memo was supposedly written by her. 
Here's when it gets great. The judge wrote, and I quote, let me zoom in. I quote the judge. In conclusion, the evidence was overwhelming and undeniable that Relativity falsified the Genesis Memorandum. First, the metadata, ref the metadata refuted all of Relativity's theories linking the Memorandum to Genesis and established that it was last modified on October 15th by CAVCAV, which must be Kavanaugh. In fact, the metadata revealed that the hot issue folder where Kavanaugh said he found the memorandum contained other documents that suspiciously indicated someone was modifying documents in the folder after Janus left Relativity. <laughs> Second, Janus credibility, credibly. Credibility, te credibly testify that she did not write no. or edit this. <laughs> it's credibility. Well, it doesn't make uh, Janice credibility testified. Oh, cre but that's the tense doesn't make sense. Uh, I, I I'm assuming it's a a a type of testimony to as to the credibility of somebody. Second, Janice credibility testified. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Her critique of the memorandum style and format rang true for a lawyer with prior large firm experience. The most peculiar aspect of the memorandum was its repeated reference to Kavanaugh as co-CEO. Why would she add that reference in a memo to her own file? He's writing, he's, he's stroking his own ego in this falsified document. Do you understand how psychotic that is? It would be silly for her to do so, she said. Finally, or that was what the judge said. Finally, had Janice been aware of sexual harassment allegations against Fields, she surely would have included that in Fields' termination letter. By, falsify, by falsifying the document to manufacture evidence that it had caused to terminate fields, Relativity admitted that it otherwise lacked cause. The most appropriate sanction for such outrageous conduct is an, an issue sanction confirming what the falsification revealed, namely that the Relativity terminated fields without cause. So anyway, he won $8.4 million. And so now you start to understand why this shithole went bankrupt. <laughs> wow. Oh, let me You're right, this. though. I mean, trying to pull that and thinking that, I mean, it, it sounds like it really didn't take some serious detective work to uncover no, that this basic was... basic forensics. Yeah. Also, well, also, the HR lady was like, I didn't write that. Right. <laughs> but the damage was done to the guy's reputation, like you said, A.B. Right. That's crazy. You know, oh, oh let me read their statement, because they get mad when I don't. So here's what they had to say. Here's what Kavanaugh had to say. Had Fields won anything but a single count of breach of contract against Relativity, where an appeal would have been more costly than anything Fields may yet be paid, Relativity would have appealed. I don't know what that means. That's all you have to say? It to means they're saying it wasn't worth it for them to appeal. They're saying that we're not appealing, oh. and the reason we're not appealing is because it's just cheaper for us to just pay him off. Okay, so I find it interesting that in their statement, they do not address... The claim by the judge that Ryan Kavanaugh falsified a fake Me Too document for a fake cause to fire someone. That is fucking bottom barrel shit. Shame on you. You or you? Which one's him? Is this him?
It's the other guy. That's Ryan Kavanaugh. Shame on you, you piece of shit scumbag. Dog shit of the earth. Who does that? You, man, you sir, are sick, unforgivable, sick. Go this ahead, Zach. Sick. Thank you. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's one of the worst things I've ever heard. It's one of the worst things a human can do, especially during that Me Too shit. I, I, I'm blow, I'm blown away. Blown away. You're weaponizing. Yeah, he's weaponizing it. It's horrible. Blown away. Well, also, it trivializes the real accounts. Exactly. Because this guy's like, oh, th he, it shows he doesn't really care because he's like, oh, look at all these valid claims. I can just sneak one in. But when you start faking shit, then everybody questions the, 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 the validity of all the other shit. Like, you're muddying the water, dude. You are, he must be a, psych a sociopath. It's funny, I, I'm looking through the, uh, the comments on this article, which all the comments are from 2018 when the article was published. And it seems like, you know, within the industry, it was pretty well known that this guy was a giant piece of shit because it's just everybody just piling on. on oh, like, well, here's one that says, I don't, I'm totally team Kavanaugh and this judge is an idiot written by uh, CavCav. <laughs> Here's one. Ryan Kavanaugh, this is anonymous. Ryan Kavanaugh is unhinged, unfeeling, predatory psychopath for doing this. Shame on him for hijacking the Me Too movement and spitting in the face of every woman who has ever experienced sexual harassment and or abuse. And he, and by the way, he's still out there on Twitter, on Instagram, acting like he's the new Dana White, acting like Triller's all good. He's tagging uh, TikTok stars. People need to tell he's tagging TikTok stars. And being Ugh, like, back so me up awkward. on this Ethan guy. People need to know that this is the this is who he is. What Kavanaugh did to Adam Fields was egregious and cannot be allowed in civil society. He should be prosecuted for defrauding and defaming Fields in order to avoid his responsibilities. This must not be ignored by the media. Otherwise, it will send the wrong message to our society that this type of behavior is tolerated. Weaponizing the Me Too movement in this way hurts a lot of innocent people as we... Can see here. This ends me too. Exactly. Like I, I'm genuinely serious that this guy is trying. He's trying to reinvent himself. You, this, he should never live this down ever. You know. Anyone that associates with him should know what the fuck this guy does. It is crazy that he didn't get in bigger trouble, but I mean, I guess it's just a matter of the DA not having the time or resources to go after something like this? Yeah. No, it's fraud. Oh, yeah. It's clearly to fraud. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's not fraud. <laughs> oh, it's not? Oh, it, it's call that uh, false advertising. Thank you, Ja Rule. And by the way, I'm not a lawyer, and in no way is that a statement of fact. No. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just some dude on a podcast. But I, in, in, my, in the opinion of some dude on a podcast, that's fraud. Yeah, and so he's out there trying to raise money for Triller... But the, the thing that really bothers me is that people don't know about this. For some reason, this really went under the rug. And, like, again, everybody who's rubbing shoulders with him needs to know that this guy basically single-handedly killed the Me Too movement. Fucking unbelievable. Wow. And dumb. Just dumb. Anyway. I, I was shocked. I don't know if you guys find that interesting. I was absolutely shocked by that. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, that is top tier shit. <laughs> I mean, just the the level of buffoonery and like, you know, 
trying to pull that off and just immediately getting caught is so embarrassing. Like, how do you even show oh. your face after that? Oh, one other thing before we move on. Um, you know, tr you know how they updated it on on the App Store to say that on oh. iOS, yeah. Yeah, they removed Kevin Hart, which is good because they listened to our feedback. But I actually have more feedback for you guys because you didn't actually update the... <laughs> the Android store. The Android store. <laughs> so I have more feedback for you guys because here it says, Kevin fucking Hart, who doesn't even have an account on your website. You are a liar, sir, and this may be fraud, but I'm not a lawyer to make that determination. <laughs> Ugh, it's so awkward. So this is the man that's suing me. They even have a typo in their fuck... They have a typo here. Charlie D slash apostrophe Emilio. <laughs> Dude, this is the man who's trying to go public and raise money. He can't even do a fucking app description without typos in it. Here, the weekend. Doesn't the weekend. He doesn't spell it like that. It's he, like. He, he does. Oh, okay, okay. I stand corrected. <laughs> I thought it was just the weekend. Yeah, so Kevin Hart is not on the app, and that's why I'm going to be giving it a one star uh, from, you know, my second phone. I have a second phone. Let me give it a one star because this, but like they have a 3.5 here, so that's pretty interesting. Ugh, it's so awkward. Slow, cheap chop, cheap TikTok clone, one of the worst apps I've ever used, laggy, clunky. Yep, sounds about right. Wait, what was that last one? Scroll back down. Scroll back down to the last one. Oh, shit. Also, I hear bad things about the owner, Ryan Kavanaugh. I just heard a lot of bad things about him. Like how he's been accused uh, by his ex-partner of running a Ponzi scheme. You know, now that we've, what we just learned, that's not even, that's not even close to the worst thing I know about it's him. It's really not. I would say, if I were to rewrite this review, I would say, Ryan Kavanaugh falsified Me Too documents. And what's interesting about that one is that's not an allegation. That's actually been proven in court. That's what the judge said. Right. <laughs> like, I was reading what the judge said verbatim, and their response didn't even refute it, which is what's interesting. They were like, eh, it's not worth it to They're like, yeah, you got us. <laughs> you know, also is trigger happy when it comes to suing people, which is just bad business and a bad look. Yep, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Oh, this one has 126 likes, so people thought that was useful. Yeah, if I were to re if I were to write a review today, I would probably mention something about him falsifying uh, fake uh, sexual assault documents and using Me Too to further uh, his financial interests. Pretty scummy. Look at this and tell me there's no such thing as a coincidence. You what tell I, me. What am I looking at here? This is yeah, exactly. Half Ryan Kavanaugh, half Harvey Weinstein, and you tell me they do not look freaking like brothers there's no such thing as a coincidence are you kidding me you guys tell me they don't look like brothers hello someone want to back me up dan you you're the one that's saying he doesn't look like him um yeah i still don't see it it looks Aww. like the same person aged a couple years uh, it's fucking uncanny. You what, don't what, see what, it? How do you not see that, Dan? That's like... Dude. It's fucking uncanny. It's uncanny. It's uncanny. And, well, here, let me further the agenda even a little bit more. So, he says he doesn't know 
he doesn't associate with Harvey Weinstein. Well, then why are you kissing his head, sir? That's Ryan Kavanaugh kissing Harvey Weinstein. Mwah. We There's love no you, Daddy. This is him kissing his head and then plotting to use his allegations as weapons against people in his own firm. Thank you, Daddy. Now I can fire Daddy? my president. Here he is. Daddy? Wow. Look at him. Who's that on his left? Who's this? Is that his dad or that's Harvey brother? Weinstein? Oh, oh, Harvey. Yeah, no, that's not his dad. Not his dad. Okay. Wake up. They look like they could be family. Spot Harvey Weinstein and spot Ryan Kavanaugh. Go. Here's the game. I uh, can't tell the difference. I think this is Ryan. Yeah. I think that's Ryan just because the hair on Harvey. Red hair. Yeah, yeah. So okay, that's my spiel for today. I thought you guys would find that interesting. You know, this is what I'm up against. A man who will do anything, anything. Suing Evo. <laughs> but anyway, you know, guys, I've been going vegan. I'm vegan this whole week. Vegan. Soft clap. Not, not, not enthusiastic. I'm clapping. Clap. I can't applaud. Soft. That. So the guys thought it would be fun to put together a vegan taste test for me. They're vegan. Do you want to acknowledge that you did this once before and then made like a big deal about it on the show and then like a week later you stopped being vegan? Sure. Acknowledged. <laughs> no, why did I go vegan? The last time I went vegan, I was, I'll be honest, I didn't do it very good. Like I was just, I was like, you can eat whatever you want when you're vegan. And I was just like charging like cereal and almond milk, like huge bowls of cereal <laughs> yeah, every night. And I was just like going, I was going crazy because I was like, I was vegan. What's wrong? And um, I didn't lose any weight. But my problem is, like, I'm just so sick of this food battle, like, this daily defeat that I feel. I'm just, I'm so sick of just hating my body and how I look. And um, thank you, yes. And so I said, you know what? I don't want to die of heart disease. I don't want to die from being obese and all the health problems. And, and But most of all, it's like every day I just feel defeated. Like, damn, why can't I lose weight? So I thought, you know what, man? I'm just, I'm going to go vegan. And I feel like it's going to last this time. Also, I love animals. Let's be honest. I don't like the cruelty that happens to animals. I, I don't like, like when I see factories of, of pigs and cows and stuff. And these are beautiful creatures that I love. And so... I love it. It's it's it is. There's always been a sense of uh, hypocrisy within myself where I'm like, damn, I absolutely hate how animals are farmed, but I'm not having the willpower to do anything about it. So, like, I like the whole vegan thing. is great. It's great for everything. It's great for your health. It's great for the earth. It's great for the animals. Um, Jordan Peterson disagrees. Right, Jordan the, Peterson he goes the like, opposite direction. Meat only meat. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see if I have a sip of apple cider, if I have an absolute fucking <laughs> meltdown for a year. Somehow I think that uh, I'll be fine taking a sip of apple cider on the vegan diet. Right. Or maybe it's the inverse. If you're vegan for a while and then you have like a little nibble of a steak or something, you'll be overcome with an impending sense of doom. <laughs> we'll find out. Well, according to Olivia, she was fine. Yeah. Oh, because she was vegan? 
Yeah, she was vegan. Right. She had a bit of chicken. She liked it, actually. She oh. actually enjoyed it. So. Oh, okay. So, so I guess it's just the benzo addiction. Dude, <laughs> dude an all-meat diet is, one, is like on par with, uh, I wouldn't say on par, but it's like with falsifying a Me Too document to fire your president. Just in that, in that it's an extreme place to go, you know. Ian, are you just leaving the camera on me for some reason? All right, so let's get the vegan food out here. So here, now Ela can't get mad at me because we're eating healthy food, vegan food. Mm, yeah, I don't know if it works that way. Vegan food is healthy food. Everybody knows that. Right before we took the break, you were just explaining how last time you did the vegan thing and you weren't eating. I was eating healthy. too much, but it's all healthy by definition. Ela, <laughs> you can't get mad at me. Look at this. This I'm really excited to try because this is going to be one food I really miss is pizza. Yeah, so that pizza is from a place called Cruiser's Pizza in Hollywood. And the one you have is a, a pineapple vegan pizza. Dude, you guys really knew how to do it. This is pineapple and olive. Like, hello, who did that? I mean, God love. We know, you, we know your preferences. Appreciate that. This is what, uh, chicken wings, I believe? Yeah, uh, so there's some hot chicken wings, and that comes from a place called Doomies, also in Hollywood. Uh, also, the shrimp po'boy, Ooh. and the chili cheese fries, and the mac oh. and cheese oh. are all from uh, that same place called Doomies. Wow. Yes, wow, sir. Wow, wow. And then finally, waffle and fried chicken. Yep. Uh, that's from a place called Crossroads Kitchen on Melrose, and yeah, the chicken and waffles is from there, and Who I believe... fried chicken? Yeah, me, and me. it's Wednesday, baby! It is Wednesday. It's Wednesday, yeah, you're gonna have... fried chicken Wednesday, it's, You know, there baby. is really no such thing as a coincidence when it comes down to it. So true. Alright, well, the first thing I want to try, you guys all have the food, right? Uh, we have the pizza and the mac and cheese. Alright, I'm gonna try the pizza right now. Sure, all This right. is a big one for me, like, hmm, if they can figure this out... Hmm. Mmm. 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 Interesting. Most vegan pizza, the cheese is weird. This is pretty good. This is like pretty spot on. Mmm. Mm hmm. I'll be honest. The flavors are there. The bread is delicious. The sauce is delicious. The cheese is a little cummy. <laughs> a little gummy, okay. Like, how do they make this cheese? This I think vegan it's, cheese. Uh, most of it's made with cashews. I'm sorry, a little cummy? Yeah, a little cummy. Yeah, a little cummy is what he said. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I got it now. Smell it too. It smells a little cummy. Smells a little not cummy. sure how. Uh, semen is, I, is not, another kind of milk. <laughs> I'm not getting that, I'm afraid. But I would happily eat this. Mm hmm. I would happily eat a whole pie. I'm not... I'm not 100% on the cheese, like... I'm just not sure on the cheese right now. That's fair. It was good until you said a little cummy. Now I just... <laughs> I threw me off, dude. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> the texture is so weird. It is cummy, though, right? No, I was just saying, yes. Yeah, see? People I'm, like semen. I'm guessing... Y'all had a lot of cum in your mouth? Today, <laughs> I'm gonna come. Zach, Ian, anyone else want to give their review? It's not bad. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of eh. Not bad. I mean, not bad. I mean, it's a vegan pizza. I've had a long, I've had a long-running debate with my friends. Let me get your guys' opinion on this. 
Not bad, pretty good. Is there a wide... That's a Seinfeld joke. What? That's a Seinfeld joke. Oh, well, I'm not aware of that. Way to be original, Dan. I'm kidding. I'm not even telling him a joke. I'm trying to say, is there a wide berth between not bad and pretty good? Right. Or are those equivalents? Pretty good is better than not bad. You think it's you think it's a tier above? Definitely. I, I agree, but I've had a lot of pushback on that. Yeah, it depends how you say it. You could say, you could say, not bad. Right. That means you like it. Or you could say, like, it's pretty good. Right. You don't like it. And the inverse, you could be like, it's not bad. Bad. That's bad. Right. It's That's on the timbre of your voice. Or rather, rather wait, I, I messed that up. I meant, it's pretty good. Exactly. Like, it's pretty good. Well, the way Dan said it, that's my reaction. See, that right. doesn't sound that good. But it, okay, but what if you say it at the same kind of place? So you say, it's pretty good. It's not bad. Right. If you just neutral tone. Then then you're kind of in the same zone. See? It's that, pretty that's good. It's it been pretty argued good. to me is that there, it's not bad. There actually, there's a transitive property there. That they're actually equivalents. Because it does seem like it's a lot in the tone. It's a lot in the it's tone. It's all in the tone. It's really. all in the tone. It's yeah. actually all in the tone. Yeah. Not bad. Now, pretty what if, good. What if you're describing a person? Right. They're, they're not bad. They're not bad. They're, they're pretty, pretty good. good. I think it. I think it works for everything. Right. Yeah. It's all about the tone. I think you're right. Yeah. But could that? Could you say the same for anything? Let's say <clears throat> it was bad. Mm, doesn't work. It was good. We like that. <laughs> but then that like inflection in your voice sounds like it wasn't that great. Like ah, it was good. You know, usually ah. when you go high pitch, when you, think, you add the ah, you think ah. I'm being sarcastic. It's like a little, well, it's, a little, it's like a Larry David thing. Yeah, yeah. Ah. it's good. Yeah. Ah. Hmm. Ah. Let's try the um. So you guys don't have anything else? We have the mac and cheese. Come grab some of these. Here, I'm gonna try the wing. Try that wing. This is real interesting. They've got a bone, a stick in it. Oh. To simulate the bone? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Kill him, Shredder. Fucking fried chicken. You can take all of them. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Initial reaction. Is it replacing a, a, a chicken wing? I don't think anyone's going to buy it. No? Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Not bad. Pretty good. <laughs> Chicken Wednesday, baby. Let's see. I'm you give it a shot. Give one of these a shot right now. No, I like it though. I would actually like to try one of those too. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Wait. Yo, that's good. That one's good. Yeah, it's tasty. It's not bad. What not is, bad. What is the... It's better than not bad. What is that? Pretty good. The meat in it. It's just soy, boy. Soy, boy. It's just soy. It's interesting, but it kind of like there's like a tuna texture inside. It's kind of see. This is cummy to me. That's not cummy. Everything can't be cummy. This is cummy. Why is everything cummy? I'm not. I don't think it's cummy. No, but Ethan does have this unique ability to describe food in a way in which it makes me completely rethink it. (laughs) (laughs) Now I taste tuna. It was good. It's cummy it's tuna. tuna. Tuna on a stick with barbecue sauce. The texture's not great. Because it's like chopped meat, like tuna. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. 
Okay, damn. Dan, tuna in there. You've been vegan for too long. Well, I'm not vegan, but it's true. I haven't had chicken in right. over so a decade. So how do we rate this? Not good or pretty good or not bad? I'm going to add a damn in there. That one was pretty damn oh, good. Damn? That one was pretty damn good. <laughs> not bad. I give it not bad. Damn. Wow. And the pizza is pretty good. Damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> All right, let's try this mac and cheese. This one is a tall order. Mac and cheese is dairy world. You're talking butter, creams, cheese. How can you possibly emulate the experience of eating mac and cheese vegan? Like, especially seeing what the cummy cheese on the pizza experience was. Because they're using almonds? Like, I'm sorry, no. But it's it's got this gooey kind of texture looking at it like this. Nope. No. Mm-mm. That's bad. I... I'm going to reveal something right now that I know people are going to get mad at me That's for. That's not good. But I can't judge this one because I do not like mac and cheese. Get the fuck out of here, Dan. I don't like mac and cheese. I'm not, a crazy, I'm not crazy about mac and cheese, to be honest. Oh, either. really? What, wait, dude, everybody gets so mad when I say that. Thank well, I you. I don't like pasta. Yeah, Ethan so. doesn't like pasta. Oh, like, well, I, 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 never mind. We don't, we don't stand together. It's an American staple. It's like mac baseball. And, yeah. It's like well, an American we'll pastime. Try, well, okay, we'll try it. I think it's I tried horrible. it. I mean, it's okay. I, like, I don't know. I just don't like mac and cheese, so I can't really well, judge. Well, you can still tell the difference. I mean, what kind of... I mean, it tastes game? pretty mac and cheesy to me, which no. I don't like, so I'm... It tastes like almond nut. What about Dude. mac and cheese do you not like? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like uh, Velveeta or, like, fake cheese. When people make, like, a really good mac with, like, actual cheese and shit... Oh, <laughs> they're having a little moment a back little there moment. behind Yeah, you. they're having a little fika. <laughs> fika moment. Yeah, I guess I, I, won't, I won't completely dismiss Take all mac and cheeses. Uh, you know, you can have like a gourmet mac, but uh, like the blue box shit or like mac and cheese with Velveeta. I just don't like Velveeta. Like Velveeta is just fucking You don't gross. make all mac and cheese with Velveeta. I would never. I, I was it. acknowledging that. I, yes. All there, right. Does, any, does anyone some who's not okay. a hater, Dan the hater, think that... Um, this is good in any way. It's. I like it. I'm not a fan of it. Really? I like it. Yeah. I will tell you what's making me sick is that fake chicken. That's that's not sitting right with me, man. What the fuck? That was the best one so far. There's something about it. It's not sitting right. <laughs> I, it's. I don't think the vegans have figured out cheese. I don't think they should try. <laughs> Just don't try. They've they've done a pretty good job figuring out meat and stuff. Right. But. The cheese is a work in progress, people. It's too cummy. All right, this po' boy. <laughs> here, I'm going to take a bite, and then I'll pass it off to you guys. Now, I don't like shrimp. I'll just put that out there, so I'm not sure how this is going to translate. Hmm. Absolutely flavorless. <laughs> okay. We're off to a good start. Look at this thing. Looks ain't crazy. Nothing, ain't, ain't nothing po' about this boy. Yo, got him. How's that for a sandwich? I'd skip it. It's a skip? Mm hmm. I don't like it. That's okay. a big ass it. second bite for something you're skipping. Grab it. Right. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. That flies on camera, man. I think it's honestly not bad. I'm, I'm being a little harsh on it. I think it's been sitting out a little bit because there was a gathering process. I think if I got that fresh, I'd be very happy with it. Dude, that fly. <laughs> you want to show him your, your bug assault? 
Well, I think we've shown it. Yeah. Yeah, Dan shot me with it last time on camera. Uh, did I? But now I have it. No, I'm playing. I want to shoot you, Dan. You scared me too much. No, I'm playing. <laughs> go ahead, Zach. Go anytime there's a fly, Dan is grab, running around with this assault weapon. I'm like, dude. It's not just me. It's become a, it's become a blood sport here in the office. I think uh, Ian has the highest uh, body count by far, actually. What's your kill-death ratio? Uh, well, infinite, because I have not died to a fly. Not yet. It, I don't use it no more, because it almost ruined mine and Zach's friendship. So I just, I don't use it. Well, the fucker almost shot out my eye. <laughs> you shot at his face? That's whole uh, No, I... It ricocheted. It ricocheted, but it was enough to piss him off, so... He got big man. Dan Rebo. It really hurt. Like, I, I, it was like, Salt irritating. In the eye. I apologize. Guys, but that's no, but that's, it's different if I aimed it at your but face. But it wasn't, it wasn't just the salt. It was like the impact of it. Like, it ricocheted off the like tool. I thing. understand, but it's a complete accident. It could have just as easily happened to me. Okay, it's an accident, but it still, it still hurt. Well, I wasn't like, ha, you were being, you. I was like, no, you were. I definitely wasn't. I said, I'm sorry. You could give less of a shit. I said, <laughs> no, at the end of the day, you, never mind. I don't want to. Compassionate. Not a compassionate person. Hey, speaking of Zach being mad, didn't you have something you wanted to share with uh, Ethan? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you called me out on the last taste test for, like, eating the food before. Yeah. And before we started rolling. Oh, here we fucking go. So, I dare uh, therefore you. Go ahead, you are, no, no, no. Go I'm, ahead. I'm just saying go what I fucking Say see, what you man. have to say. You, this is... This is, you tried the food before, man. It was a French fry. I don't care. Like, I've never I had a, I'm I testing did. vegan I gotta, food. I got to back up Zach on this. It was just, he had a single, what? he had a single nugget. He had yeah. one nugget. That, that, the nugget no. was the whole test. <laughs> you were the, the nugget was the whole test. You were sitting there eating the whole fucking thing and you're it's like. It's French fries. I, vegan, doesn't matter. French, I've eaten French fries. French fries aren't vegan. Okay. This doesn't matter. If, if you is, eating a nugget, that's the whole test. Well, that is that is true. <laughs> okay, but how this, can this you even a, make a comparison? This is a bigger and AB. You back him up on that? Ian will back well, me up too. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. At, you've presented a good point. The nugget oh, you was motherfucker. The, food test. Wow, the nugget was the heart the of the work. But. The betrayal. But okay, this is not just nuggets. This is an array of things. The french fries are part of the I'm taste test. I'm not reviewing the french fries, dude. French fries are it's not vegan. It's a part of the taste test. What? what the really? topping on the the chili, whatever's on there. It's is. chili cheese fries. That's the review. Oh, I was eating plain fries. Yeah, those aren't. Oh, there was oh, plain, plain fries, fries with the wings that I was eating. I'm mm -hmm. still calling bullshit. Okay, well. Okay. Anyone want to back Zach up? Upon the revelation of this new information, I'm not. It so wasn't sure the that chili Zach cheese fries. Case here. Oh my mm. god. Okay, the fact you still were I was eating with you the at food. I was before. With you, Zach. I was with but it you. wasn't. It wasn't. The, was it? the food that he was eating isn't the target of the taste. Doesn't Thank matter. You. A, doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, it does. Right. I feel no, like it does, it does actually matter a lot. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You're still eating before, therefore your palate is not cleansed. Oh, that's the issue. A cleansed palate. Yes. You're moving the goalposts. This is some bullshit, man. And I get yelled at. So I'm calling you out. Okay, well, everybody's against you. <laughs> Fine, they usually are. I'm still holding my ground. You want to talk about it? Did I upset you last week when I called you out? No, it's all in good fun. But I just wanted to, you know, point it out. Like, here, here would be comparable. If I started eating the pizza, then I would say would you have a point. Yes. I would say, you know what? You caught me. Yep. 
It's a good argument. I'm still calling bullshit. I love you, but I'm still calling bullshit. You really? Yeah. Okay, let me let me set a different situation. If there was a bowl of pretzels here, mm -hmm. and I started eating the pretzels, would you be mad about that? Well, what was... Is the pretzels part of the taste test, or are we still doing the... The french fries aren't part of the taste test. Hold on, wait. Are the pretzels part of the taste test? No, or is this just, just a, a bowl. Snack? Just a bowl. So we're, we're doing the vegan taste test, and you just have pretzels? Yeah. Then no. Mm-hmm. But considering that the French fries are part <laughs> of the not. taste test from the restaurant, they're not. They're from the restaurant. They are therefore restaurant. similar flavors. The chili cheese fries are part of the taste test. The French fries was a side, a plain side of French fries that came with the buffalo wings that I ate. Okay, but not part of the taste test. Chili cheese fries and French fries are basically the same thing. Therefore. You were dipping and trying the meal. Basically, the same thing is a big fucking difference. When the whole point is the chili and cheese, which is I'm trying. This is the it's, whole vegan it's, experiment. It's still fries. Oh my god. <laughs> it's still fries. <laughs> Ian, back me up. Good, Ian. What do you got to say? Look to give Zach a little something because he's out on the line a little bit. You be honest though, Ian. Well. Mainly, I have my headphones on. I don't like hearing you wolfing down the fries. Like, you were going to town during the break. Okay, but that's not what's at debate here. We're not debating if I, what I'm a voracious now, like, eater. When it's, for example, when you get, like, sushi or something, you have a bunch of different rolls. Usually hit the ginger right to kind of cleanse a little bit. Yeah, palate cleanse. This is a variety of things. You were, like, you. vacuuming yes. those fries. The fact that I'm vacuuming fries... <laughs> Has nothing to do with the vegan challenge. But it's from the same restaurant. Take off your headphones, Ian. Who's forcing you to listen to that? It's Look, I'm hard, always working, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, brother. I'm it, just it, saying, it's uh, you know, it throws a little wrench. I don't know if I can believe your reviews now. Okay, w all right, just to back me that up. That doesn't here. make any w sense. Was I eating any of this before we started? Zach made me look at him while. I'm not His accusing you of that. You did know. last time. Yeah, because you did. You did it too. I, oh my God, Zach. Yeah. Okay, I will. I will end this. Yeah. Please. I'm sorry, Zach. You know I love you. I'm going out of town tomorrow. I'm really gonna miss you, Zach. But the chicken segment, the whole thing was about how Popeyes was claiming that this was the revolutionary nugget that was gonna change the world, and that we were gonna try it and see if this was a the, the nugget of all nuggets. How do we know these are real French fries? They could be vegan. No, hold on, hold on. What are you French talking about? Significant. I don't know what vegan not, food is. I don't know. It's what a potato, is. Zach. That's not vegan. <laughs> it's not the same. Okay. Level. Oh boy. We Potatoes not vegan. You want to explain that one? No. Let's just let's let's end this. <laughs> <laughs> let's end this right there. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. Wow, that was very passionate. All right. Let's move on to the uh, the heated uh, chili cheese fries. Yep. If that's okay with you, Zach. Oh, hey, man, I'm holding my fucking tongue right now. <laughs> All right, here we go. Again, I don't think the cheese is there. I don't think... I don't know about all this. I don't like it. It's not bad. Here, you want to pass this around? We, we, I just had one. Oh, you have one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, unfortunately... <clears throat> It's, it's so nature. salty. Well, I mean, it's chili cheese fries are usually pretty fucking salty. That's not too out of the ordinary. I mean, no, I think it's too salty. Uh, okay. I think it was pretty good. 
You, all, you guys all got a taste? I meant more of this pizza. Yeah, so far the pizza's my favorite, I'll be honest. By far. Pizza's solid. Which is pretty cool for me because you know how I feel about pizza. You're a pizza boy. You're a big old pizza boy. Since you said cum, I'm just like... What are you... Yeah, vegan cheese is just cum. I'm it's just out a on cum. that one, There's dude. just a cum factory of men just that, doing on items. That in the mix of the... And it's uh, not even accurate. Not only is it gross, but uh, it's just inaccurate. Well, it's deadly accurate. What's it made out of? What cashews? Nut. How do you, how do you guys know how <laughs> accurate or not accurate? <laughs> I rest my case. He got you there, man. <laughs> you, you got me. So good right there. I'm going to come. There you go. All right. Now we got the chicken and waffles. Here we go. Are these real waffles or what's a vegan waffle? like? <gasps> There's syrup. What is the other one? I'm not super familiar with chicken and waffle culture. Uh, oh, it's just butter? Ew. Oh my god. I just dipped in butter. It's that's not, gnarly. Well, it's not butter. Butter isn't Bucky vegan. fried chicken. Oh, that's impressive. It tastes just like butter. Oh. Well, is that cummy or no? Mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> not with the cummy. Jesus. Not cummy. Do not come. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know uh, chicken waffles was like a thing in the South for a long time. It, it kind of... They... Anyone want to try this? You guys got? Ian has one. Ian, what do you think? You this is probably my favorite favorite one, I think. The chick, the fried chicken is really good. Oh. It's like 100% there. Nice. Fantastic. Fucking fried chicken. Chicken, of all of the, the fake meats, chicken is the one that they've perfected the most. Like, I've, I've had lots of... People try various fake mm -hmm. chickens that that eat meat and be like, I cannot tell the difference between this and regular chicken. Yeah, that's it's not there for for pork. It's it's still a ways pork? off. Pork? From... Why would you even try? Well, some people like pork. I, I know, know, but obviously, just... but no, I think yeah, the, the fried chicken. If you're into fried chicken, that that hits. Nice. Mm -hmm. One compliment I will give is the Beyond Burger. Now that that's pretty close. I have yeah, the Beyond Burgers are are pretty good. Yeah, pretty pretty good. Somehow they they've just perfected ground beef, like specifically hamburgers. Right. Right. Yep. And yeah, the Beyond Burger is great. What do you? Oh, there's a dessert. Yes. Yes, sir. A that is a brownie sundae. Oh my goodness! Here, come okay, come get a shot of this. A brownie sundae. Now this is all dairy. Right. This like is through all through. dairy. Yeah. Eggs. Cream, cream. Eggs. Chocolate. It's all dairy. Butter. Maybe he's getting a little so shot. This, this is a... Uh, what is this? A fudge sundae? Brownie sundae, it says. Yum. And that is from the same place as the chicken and waffles, so I think that might just be your favorite place out of these three. Oh. So there's a strong flavor of coconut cream okay i gotta make brown which i just really happen to like that but it, it tastes like coconut ice cream you know yeah i guess yeah that makes sense instead of using mm. I don't know. flavors there for Nailed sure it. i don't know what this is would you give it a pretty good is it a blueberry yes that is a blueberry it's like a candied blueberry mm. moving on to the fudge Moving on to the fudge. 
I'm a mother freaking blueberry. Mm -hmm. Yo. That good, That's huh? It. It's hard, but it melts in your mouth. Get some of that ice cream on there. Wow. All right, well, Crossroads Kitchen seems to be the winner. This dessert slap. Damn. So if you're, so if you're in L.A. or visiting and uh, you want some vegan mm. food, Crossroads Kitchen on Melrose is the place to go. And by the way, these are like candied blueberries. They're like... Nice. Mmm. It tastes like it was like soaked in like a simple syrup or something. Nice. Mmm. Oh, no, I'm a strawberry. <laughs> you wow. gonna slam that whole thing? No. Anyway, in summary... The desserts are banging, bro. I love that <laughs> coconut cream. Sure. The cheese is cummy. Everybody agrees. Except for me. Everybody but Dan thinks that the the cheese is cummy. I'm going to come... But you do agree, Dan. Come. <laughs> come. No. Yeah, everyone thinks you might be a little sus because you go, I don't know what you're talking about. Everyone's like, it's definitely cummy. Come. It's just, what, what does that even mean? Nothing. Cummy. Like, Oh, what does a cummy mean? Yeah. Cum. Cummy, it's like gooey, it looks cummy, it it, it acts cummy, it's nutty. Is cum actually nutty? It's, it's a, I'm just kidding, because I know it's made of uh, almond. Right. Cummy is a state of, it's it's more it's of, a state a of mind. experience. Okay. Yeah. Drinking semen is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, well, some people think drinking semen is a good idea. <laughs> Absolutely. Sussy. So anyway, we have a discussion topic we want to do today about cringe stories. I know we've done kind of something similar, but uh, because they're always so much fun, we can never forget AB's Donkey Kong story <laughs> that uh, we have to keep sharing. So um, let's do it. Who wants to go first with cringe story? Why don't you uh, lead us off? This one is really, okay, so this story that I'm about to share, I have never shared with anybody. It's something, it's one of those memories where you'll just stop and remember it somewhere where you are and just cringe hard and yeah. be like, why, why am I me? <laughs> I wish I could be someone else right now. And the thing is, I don't know if the story's going to resonate with you guys at home as hard as it hit me. But just know, as I'm telling this, if it misses, that this is one of the most painful memories, hurtful memories I have. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Exciting. So, let's say, in high school, I was, um, I wasn't like a cool kid, but you guys, you guys, it may surprise you to know, but I was very fit in high school. I played water follow, water follow. It doesn't surprise me because you bring it up a lot. Right. <laughs> right. I like to relive those moments. I need to set the stage here, Dan. Okay. Thank you. Come. Did I mention I'm vegan today? <laughs> so I, there was a moment in high school where I was very desirable. Okay. There's this one girl at school. She was straight up like the hottest girl at school that all the dudes wanted. You know, there's like one or two or three girls who's like, she's the she's the hottest girl at school. Gnarlier the better. Thank you. 
And funnily enough, she has the same exact last name as me with like some variation. So we were always next to each other in the yearbook. So anyway, we're sitting next to each other at graduation and we really hit it off. We were joking and flirting and I felt like, you know, we, we were, we really uh, made a connection and we exchanged contact information and we started hanging out and chatting and calling and I was like, wow, like, you know, this girl's really cool and smart and like, I actually, you know, there was like a, a little romance forming. Let the conversation be. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, I'm actually forming some kind of romance with this girl. Um, so one thing led to another. I took her out on a date. I was I did like a super try hard date too. Like I took her to the beach. I found out like her favorite cake and got that and stuff. And like I was like super try hard mode. Bought her a cake? A I, I found it she she's like obsessed with this one dessert, so I got the like a slice of it. Okay. I didn't bring a, a whole fucking cake. I know, that's what that sounds picturing. like something I would do today, not back then. <laughs> yeah, she she like liked tiramisu, I found out, so I went to like a nice Italian restaurant and got a slice of okay. tiramisu versus share at the beach. Not a bad move. Thank you. I was trying, like I said, I was trying really hard. And um, you know, we had good dates, we went to the movies. Anyway, so things are progressing. And then I was just trying so hard, right? So uh, yada, yada, yada. We come back to my house one day. I live with my parents, by the way, so that's already awkward enough because this was like pre-college. Uh, so we go up to my room. Things are going one way. We start making out. I was like, okay. And dude, I don't know what. I don't know why, but I felt like I'm going to, I was doing everything right, and I wanted to, like, just blow her mind at what a good kisser I was. And I start, and I don't know why. I've never done this since, and I've never did it before. I was started, like, licking her, uh, like, lips a lot <laughs> when we were making out. <laughs> and, then, and then I was trying to be, like, really sensual or something. Okay. Like, the outside of her lips? Yeah. Like, with her mouth closed. And no, we were like... making out, but I was doing, like... It's hard wow. to say. It's too painful. <laughs> yeah, I was licking her lips a lot. Okay. And so she stops me and she says, oh, so are you like the licking guy? <laughs> like that's your move? And I was so embarrassed. Brutal. I was so fucking embarrassed. <laughs> I didn't even say anything to defend myself. I was like, oh my God, what have I done? And I feel like there was a way for me to recover, but I just was so embarrassed I couldn't. I just like... So you were at your house. Did she just leave after that? No, so, so, so anyway, I was super embarrassed. We kept hanging out a little bit longer. Then she, she the night like... Um, ended she went home uh -huh. and we never talked again that was it yeah <laughs> we never talked again that was the end of my romantic uh connection with her that's brutal and i felt so bad because maybe i actually the, maybe the tiramisu wasn't good maybe it had nothing to do with the lip licking <laughs> it was the licking <laughs> maybe you wanted to lick the tiramisu off her lips you know 
get around the mouth. So wait, what, I'm sorry. She said, are you the licking guy or a licking guy? So I, she said like, oh, so you're the licking guy. So did you have a reputation for licking? No, I think no. she was just trying to make a joke. Okay. I think she was trying to acknowledge that like she hated it. Oh, right. Okay. And maybe trying to make a joke out of it and trying to get me to stop. Yes. One of the things they do is called anal licking. <laughs> And I was just so gutted because I had done everything right. I really liked her. I was trying so hard. Mm -hmm. And everything had culminated this moment where it was like, wow, we have this romantic moment. We're making out. And I just, I don't know why I did this. And it was, and I, I just wanted to die. I just <laughs> wanted to die. And she went home and we never fucking talked again. And I haven't talked to her since. And no leaking. Brutal. That's a good one. Damn, dude. I, I, I think back on that moment still to this day and, and, and wince. Yeah. Wow. We appreciate your courage. That wasn't, I'm sure that wasn't easy to share. The licking guy. I mean, that still resonates in my head today. <laughs> Just shut down while having that first special moment together. It was so, I was such a bad kisser that she, we never talked again. <laughs> and everything else was right. What grade were you in? He that was graduated. after graduation before okay. college. Okay, okay. So I was like pretty well, you know, I was probably like 18, 19 maybe. I was like a grown-up. I mean, quote, unquote. Sure. It's always an interesting summer after. Yeah, shit goes down that summer, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, damn, so embarrassing. And my friends were always like, what happened? Like, you guys were really hitting it off. Because it was kind of like a thing, because she was like the popular girl. Yeah. They're like, what happened? You guys were really hitting it off. I was like, I don't talk about it, dude. <laughs> I just avoided it. I never told. I can never tell it. Is this the first time you told anybody yeah, about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! It's the first time I've ever uttered those words out into the world. Wow, brutal. That is wild. And I don't know if she wanted me to follow up on her. I got the feeling she didn't, and I was so embarrassed anyway that right. I, I felt like I had to. I had to exit the whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> You should have just turned it on her. It's been like, man, your lips are really dry. I was just trying to help you out. Help you out there. There was no, there was every, all the air was sucked out of my sail. Like I've never been so speechless and embarrassed. <laughs> and it's and I'm and it's not her fault. It's totally my fault. And like I could have, I could have saved this the moment if I would have said something, but I didn't even acknowledge it. I just stopped. You were putting her on a pedestal. Uh yeah, I don't know. Something sort of similar happened to me once. Uh, I don't even know the mechanics of how it happened, but same thing. It was like the most popular girl in school. This is like around the time we got to college. And we were kissing or something. And I can't even like figure it out in my head how it happened. But somehow I had my arms around her and I... I thought I was kissing her, and I accidentally kissed my own fucking arm. <laughs> <laughs> Did she notice? Yeah, she would not fucking stop laughing. <laughs> Wait, but she was laughing at you, so that's not that bad. It wasn't that bad. It was so fucking, it was such a sensual kiss on my own Wait, arm. Wait, oh, it's like a sensual kiss? Yes, it was so <laughs> You were so in the moment, you didn't realize. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so hold on. You had your arm around her, <laughs> and you guys were making out. I, I'm trying. Was it dark? Like, how do you? How did you make that mistake? Either it was dark, or my eyes were closed. <laughs> and you missed her head, and and then made out with your arm. Like you didn't know the difference between your lips and your arm. 
And then, so what? Did, how did she react to, to that? She said, "Did you just kiss your?" <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. And I go, "No." Yeah, oh, you, I go, "No." No, yeah, you I did, did not. Yeah, I did. I'm like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, "Yeah, I, I thought it was you," and she just died laughing. Oh my god. But that seems like salvageable if she's laughing. Like our my moment was like dead silence. End of relationship right there. <laughs> yeah. In that Ours was, mine was dead silence. She's <laughs> I don't know if she was joking or what, but like there was just dead silence. I don't know. There was music in the background. It was just, uh, fucking... So what happened? Did you guys was that did that kill the relationship or no? I think so. I think something else came up, like my roommate came home or something, and so because I remember telling her, like, don't tell him about the arm. <laughs> she for sure told people. Don't about tell that. him about the arm. Like yeah. you really didn't want people to know about it. <laughs> no, I no. think it's funny. I don't, I don't think know. I've even told Lena that story. I so I'll just give you a big fat kiss. That's like out of a movie, man. That's pretty yeah, amazing. That's if that was in a movie, I wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, he kisses arm <laughs> instead of the girl. <laughs> oh, I have another good one. I'll share since we're on the topic of awkward hookups. College, first year, I was really vibing with this girl, went back to the dorm to like just hang out and watch stuff. Uh, I had a roommate, we shared a room on opposite sides, but he had the TV. So we just said, we're going to just sit on his bed and watch TV, but he's not there. So we start, mm -hmm. like, we're not, like, doing it, but we're, like, making out. It's, like, one thing leads to another, and we start making out. And we don't think, like, oh, let's, let's move to the other bed. Like, I know he wouldn't mind us sitting on his bed and watching TV, but the lights are off, and we start making out and touchy-feely and stuff. And then I thought he was, like, gone. And then he busts open the door, and he's got a big 12-pack of, like, orange sodas or something, and he's all excited. He goes, yo! Ethan, I've got sodas. And then he sees us in his bed, and then without saying anything, just walked out and closed the door. <laughs> so that was pretty bad, too. Oh, oh, oh. That's a homie right there, though. Yeah, yeah he, that's a yeah. real one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was. I'd have been like, get the fuck out of my room. No, he was a homie. He was a homie. <laughs> but I think he just didn't know what to do. He was just shocked to see. And yeah. like, I was like, oh, my God, dude. Oh. And I don't even, here's the thing. I don't even know if she knew that that was his bed. You were like, damn, I got this bomb-ass flat screen in my room, trying to play it off like it was yours. That's funny. All Everything we had in college was super ghetto. It was like an ancient fucking box. CRT, baby. Yeah, that, that just reminded me of that. That was a good one. <laughs> we joked about that all high school. Oh, my I God, stop so playing nice. the Yoko. Yes. <laughs> I don't need to hear that yeah, anymore. Jesus. She's the worst. We joked about that all throughout college. I've got sodas. <laughs> oh, that's a good one that's a good one too all right so i got that off my chest yeah well i i mean i had a i have a cringe story it's not uh it's not making out related uh so it's a little bit of a departure but um this was in high school as well i believe it was the summer between my freshman year and my sophomore year uh so after the first year of high school i had flunked uh, biology, and so I needed to retake it. You're, you were a bad student. That's oh, big me. time. Really? Yeah, I just never ever did homework or 
paid attention or I was very were you, would you rebellious joke, kid. Was there friction with your parents about that? Uh, not as much as there probably should have been. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> they just, they weren't very strict. I mean, I, not to say that they, well, as this story relates to that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I flunked, uh, biology in ninth grade, mostly for a lack of caring and trying. And so I needed to retake it in summer school. Uh, I had never taken summer school before. Uh, I don't think they did it in middle school. Um, so this was like the first time for me in summer school. <laughs> the Marvel Universe. <laughs> and, and this so, is the first time for me in the Marvel, Marvel Universe. Universe. So I show up on the first day, and the way it worked is like you, you go into class, and, uh, and they register. I think because a lot of people, they sign up for summer school, but then they don't show up. So you're officially registered after you like sign in that first day. And so I'm in there for like the first period of it. I believe the summer school class was like... They're long. They're, they were like four hours long or something. Wow. So I stayed for like the first two hours of it. And then it went on like lunch break or whatever. And I walked directly over to the music department because I was involved in band and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I'm not taking biology. I'm just going to I'm just going to take this music class instead. Um, <laughs> Doesn't work that way, right? Well, no, of course not. Uh, I mean, I still got I would get credit for the music class, but I obviously would not get credit for biology. Which but is it, why you were there. I made an executive decision that I was not going to be spending my summer learning biology. Fair enough. Um, but I had to go to summer school. So for the entirety of the summer, my parents thought I was leaving every day to go take biology. And I would just go to school and go to the band room. Wow, and that's pretty ballsy, dude. Play music. And so... I had this teacher uh, that was uh, our music teacher. He was really cool, uh, you know, typical, like, cool guy band teacher, you know what I mean? Very relaxed with the rules and everything. And so I think he was vaguely aware of the fact that I wasn't supposed to be taking his class. <laughs> really? I think he was, like, kind of vaguely aware of it, but, you know, probably didn't, like, fully understand what was going on there. Hmm. So he just let me stick around. I spent the whole summer doing it. And... I don't remember how the fuck I convinced him of this, but at the end of the summer, they give you a report card, right? Um, and my parents wanted to see it to make sure that I had passed. And I was like, okay, well, this is where I'm fucked because I don't have a report card from biology class. And somehow I convinced him to give me my report card with my grade for band, which was an A, because I did a great job, uh, with the, thank you, thank you, thank you. But he gave it to me with, the subject, the class, blank. I somehow convinced him to Whoa. do that. And so I just wrote biology on that line. Wow. And gave it to my parents. Yeah. All good, right? I pulled it off. I, I successfully spent the summer not taking biology, and my parents are none the wiser. Mm. Flash forward to about six months later or something, Again, like I said, I, I wasn't a great student. I was having, especially at that time, there was a lot of other factors going on that I won't go into, but I was just struggling in school. And I had a meeting with the counselor uh, and my, both of my parents. And so we go into the office and they're going over like, you know, what, kind of my status and what classes I still need to pass and everything. And she's like, yeah, and he still needs to retake biology. <laughs> <laughs> and my parents are like, no. He took biology last summer, right, Dan? And <laughs> God, I just 
I, I, I just froze. I, I had no idea where to go from there. I knew I was completely yeah. fucking cornered. It's just, and you know, is our school was built in the fucking forties or something. So the, tiny room, like just in this tiny room, like nowhere to even avert your eyes. Probably like, jail, jail cell. It. <laughs> yes, just in this tiny ass room with my mom and my dad on the left and right, and my counselor directly across from me. And they're like, "Yeah, you took biology last summer, right?" <laughs> And I just, I, I literally, I couldn't even speak. I was just like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't. At that age, that is the worst possible scenario. Yeah. That is, oh. That's painful. It was, it was one of the most painful memories of my life. Obviously, I, like I said, my parents were very lenient with school, but that was one of the times that I got fucking ripped into, uh, grounded for a good while after that. And, well, um, we'll play out the scenario. Like, what happened? How did it come out? Uh, well, well, that's where it came out. I, I guess I, I guess I had to cop to it uh, in that meeting. So I mean, you, you said no, I didn't take it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I confessed. I fully, I fully confessed. In front of the guidance counselor. I don't think I did in front of the guidance counselor. I waited until I got home and kind of explained exactly what had happened that summer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was riding so high, man. I thought I got away with it scot free. I was like, so, like, when I, when I convinced my teacher to leave the subject line off there, I was like, I'm a fucking genius. Like, I did this. You flew too high, man. I yeah, flew, you flew way too fucking high. Yeah. And um, that was sort of a, uh, you know, as cringe as that was, it, it was a bit of a turning point. I think at that point was when I uh, realized I needed to start actually taking school a little bit seriously if I, if I didn't want to not graduate high school and that was the only thing more cringe than that situation was the thought of flunking out of high school so yeah. i was like all right i gotta like put in like 15 percent effort here to at least get c's or whatever i you know i would say it could be worse i mean uh, you could have just skipped school altogether right yeah i mean i actually came close to dropping out i i was sort of considering you know what do you call it the ged or whatever mm -hmm. just dropping out and doing that uh, yeah i i just I don't know. I, I don't know if it was a maturity thing or what. And like I said, I mean, there was a lot going on in my life in my teenage years uh, that was contributing to this. But I was terrible in school. Like, mm. I just never, like, I just didn't do homework. Like, you, period. Like, I just didn't do it. You know, <laughs> I, two people in my family are teachers, my brother-in-law and my brother. Mm -hmm. And they changed the rules now where people, you just can't flunk. Like, you literally, they don't flunk people. Oh, wow, really? Because their whole philosophy is now is like... Dropping out of high school. Oh, you were talking about this on families the other day. That's right. Oh, mom. did we touch on it? I, you touched on it a little bit. But it, think, they yeah. say dropping out of high school is not good for anybody. Mm -hmm. Right? We did talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You, you can't even flunk out of high school now, which is interesting. Yeah, I don't know how... I mean, as somebody that would have benefited greatly from that, I still don't know how I feel about that. Because I think that... I think the pressure... Uh, and the fear of being the guy that flunked out of high school, it, it did help me get motivated. Basically, my ninth and 10th grade year was, I was a terrible student. I, I made up for it in my uh, junior and senior year. I think the people generally who flunk out of high school are people from really bad families, really bi bad financial yeah, situations, really bad excuse. from social. But you <laughs> pulled it together and got through. Whereas someone like that, they just, they don't see, they okay. just don't see the point. Sure. And so, you know. Yep. I get it in certain situations, but yeah. Very interesting stuff there, Dan. You got busted. I busted got made, big time. You're fucking busted. I really haven't thought about that in 
a decade or two as well. Took band. Took band. Got an A, though. Like I said. Got an A in that class. Crushed it, bro. Crushed band What'd you class. play? Uh, I played the trombone at the time. I played all the brass. And, uh, Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wasn't a fucking clarinet player, all right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. The band kids are. I, I, the band kids are cool. Oh, I was man. a major band kid. I was in marching band, all that. I was the drum major in my senior year. That's right. I you was. were the drum major? Yeah, there was a few. So maybe not the drum major. I was a drum major, let's say. But um, yes. Did you like the movie Drumline with Nick Cannon? You know, that movie came out when I was in high school and when I was in marching band <laughs> and everything. You like, Yeah, you were. No, <laughs> not, not so much. The thing was... I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but the drum, the the drum line in marching band at our school, and from what I've heard, always kind of has a rep. They're they're the they're the they're the meatheads. They're the meatheads of the band. And so, meatheads? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. And um, so no, I mean I I wasn't really that big a fan of Drumline. Oh, okay. Were you? You like that movie? Hmm, no, I never watched Mine, it. Mm-hmm. I when I was it's a decent. kid, love don't cost a thing. When it canon, I don't. That's an, that's a story for another time. All <laughs> right, let's move it on. Um, Ian, you got one for us? Yeah, yeah, I got one. Uh, I don't know if I've told this on the show. I don't think I have. And I asked the guys; they don't remember. Stop me if I have. But this is like one of the most embarrassing things that I've ever done in my entire life. Great. Love that. That still has implications on me to this day. Does it have to do with this show? No. Okay. No, this was God. before. Okay. Got me worried. So, <laughs> uh, right after I graduated high school, I kind of wanted to try stand up. So that was my thing. Oh. I don't know. I, I think I've told you this story in private. Yes. We've never told this story on air? I don't think so. Well, there's another story. This isn't this isn't the writing story. Oh, I was thinking of the writing story. You want to tell the writing story? Because that one's pretty good, too. No, this one's worse. Okay, go ahead. I love it. Because he's told the writing story on the show, but I don't think he's told this one. Okay. This one, I got reminded of it because of all the Twitch stuff and being called Reaction Andes and all that stuff. So I went to try stand-up. And I was very new, and I was very insecure and nervous about it because I was I was so new. I'd done it like two times at this point. And I got this weird idea in my head that when they asked for my name, I thought, I'm going to put a different name that's not my name. And then when I bomb and I'm really painfully unfunny, it's like that guy bombed. Not me. Your name is clean. Yeah. It was like a like a hard reset in my mind. It was just like a little mental trick. So you were you were genuinely going up under a pseudonym just to get some practice under the belt. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Just okay. to kind of get over my nerves a little bit. Okay. So I used the name Andy. Mm-hmm. Just Andy Slater, just like my normal um because my middle name. So uh I did this and I put my name in and they called me and it went okay. It was whatever. But then afterwards I started talking to another guy there who was also doing stand-up. And he goes, Hey, Andy, right? And I'm in my head I'm like, Well, you know, it's okay, sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to explain it because I, I figured this was just a little chit chat. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Yeah, yeah, good to meet you. 
and then we started talking and talking and talking. And then at the end of it, he asked me for my phone number if we wanted to do stand up again or hang out. Mm-hmm. And he types my into his phone, Andy, and asked for my number. So at this point, I'm like, I'm in too deep. Yeah. I was too embarrassed at that point. Yeah. So I just, I went with it. And then I heard from him and he invited me to this like social event. And then he invited me to this little film project he was working on. And every time all of these, Hey everyone, this is my friend, Andy, right? You becoming Andy. (laughs) And then I met a couple people at these various events. So this was, this was, I don't know, six, seven years ago. Hmm. To this day, there's about nine people in my life who think my name is Andy. <laughs> so you're coming out right now as Ian? Well, I think that's out of the bag already. <laughs> but he knows. He knows. But even still, he'll come over and he'll call me Andy. It's like, I, I can't not call you. Oh, that. you guys are still friends. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You're an Andy Andy. Yeah, I'm an Andy Andy. Yeah. <laughs> It's so embarrassing. It doesn't strike me as that bad. You you got a pseudonym. It got a little far. But like you could have just played it off like, oh, it's my you know, it's my stage name. Andy. Well, mainly because it, it wasn't a stage name though. It was like a one. It's I did it one time. <laughs> now you're ever, Andy. And I've been Andy for like <laughs> eight years. It's kind of interesting how. Oh God. How these one evening, though, can have such a long-standing... Uh, <laughs> how effect. much can happen from one evening? Yeah. Look how many people you met that, and, that Andy met. <laughs> it's a butterfly effect Andy right there. It's an Andy fly butterfly effect. Andy. <laughs> butterfly Andy. Well, thank you for sharing that, Ian. We love it. Thank you. You want to share the writing story? I feel like yeah, people are going to want to know what's the writing story. <laughs> I think I've told that before. It was a while ago. I think there's plenty of people who haven't heard it. It was a long time ago that he told that story. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll speed run it. So the last time I ever did stand-up ever, I was trying to do some stupid-ass, like, Andy Kaufman thing that I thought was clever. I don't know. It was, wasn't that good. But the concept was that, um, that, you know, when you're giving a speech, sometimes people write uh, little reminders on their palm or something. So in case they forget their lines, they'll kind of, like, look at the palm to remember so what I did was I came up with this long bit that was like 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 pages worth. And the, the joke was that I was going to go up and act like I was forgetting my routine and then kind of look at my hand to remind myself. And then it gets bigger and bigger. And I have to like roll my sleeves and it would be covered in writing of my joke as a reminder. And it would be all over my body. You would take your shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. And then it would end where I start to like unbutton my pants and then I go, it's not even that funny. And I walk off. So that was my genius idea. It's not a bad idea. It's pretty funny. We all agree it's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, before, before the show, I went and I got a marker and I wrote this like novel of information all over my body. And then I put my shirt on and I went to this open mic and it was really hot in there, like, like stupid hot. 
And the ceilings, it was like seven foot tall ceilings and everyone was crammed in. And I was in the back waiting for my turn and I was going like, oh my God. And I looked at the guy next to me. I'm like, it's kind of hot in here, right? It's like, uh, it's all right. You know, it is. <laughs> and I started kind of getting, getting a little worried and I went into the bathroom to kind of calm my nerves and make sure everything was good. And I unbuffed my shirt and my whole body was <laughs> just awesome. blue, like blue man group. All of the ink had just melted. And I'm like, I, I'm in there and I'm grabbing tissues and I'm like scrubbing. The trash can is just overflowing like someone murdered a Smurf in there or something. Just like blue covered uh, paper towels. And, and then I heard my name and I just ran out. Oh, you left. You didn't even do it. I should have told that story. Yeah, that, because that's really funny. I agree. Or you could have just rolled with it and like integrated into the bit that like yeah. you take off your shirt and like, oh god, oh god, look. Just what start happened. sweating and yeah. like being like, oh, I'm bombing, eh? Folk? I know. I panicked. <laughs> but that's amazing. You just bounced and you never performed again. Went out on a high note. Yeah. That was the end of his stand-up career, it. folks. I try, by the way, I always encourage Ian. I think he's very funny that he should do stand up. Yeah. But, uh, those days are behind him. I, he said, according to him, but I encourage him. I said, do some, write some material. Like come out here. Late. Come out here and do a, do a routine. No, no. I like behind, behind oh. the scenes. He, that story really hit room. Ian home because we get like after that, <laughs> he's just like a, he doesn't want to leave the darkness. I know. I'm <laughs> in the shadow realm now. Damn. Shadow realm, Andy. <laughs> um, we just have Zach left, right? No, I, I haven't given and love, yet. if love has one. Oh, let's go do love because we always accidentally skip poor love. You got well, one love bot? I don't know. I didn't put that much time into thinking about this. Uh, for some reason, I've just like blocked out all the really awkward moments in my life. I think. Sure. Uh, but there's this one thing that came up. Um, uh, well, two, I, I, can, I can tell two short ones. So in school, I was always the one that like, couldn't stop laughing. I always laughed at shit. At dumb, what the fuck? We just shit. had the laughing contest, and you said nothing makes no, you no. laugh. Well, yeah, but when, when you're with friends and stuff. And, oh, when like, you're with yeah, friends. When, it, when you're with yeah, people that are actually funny. Right. Yeah, unlike here. <laughs> Bro, I'm sitting over here in Sweden in a, in a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, anyways. Uh, uh, so this teacher, for some reason, was talking about like some really brutal shit that had happened to him. And my, you just reminded me, my me friends, of the worst thing ever. Yeah. Worst story ever. Sorry, like, go ahead. So like death, death stuff. And um, me and my friend just for some reason just lock eyes. And we like, no, no, don't do it. Dude. <laughs> and we just like start smiling at each other. And it just evolves. I'm sure, like a lot of people has uh, yeah, had a similar totally, experience. But totally, this was so inappropriate. He was talking about some really, really dark shit that had happened with his family or his dad or something. Oh no! Stuff. Yeah, and we just like literally start laughing, <laughs> and we have to leave the classroom because we're just dying, and we couldn't go back in. We had our, all our stuff in there. We couldn't go back in, so we just stayed. <laughs> <laughs> outside this, so uh, the classroom up. for the rest of the rest of the did, session. Did you guys ever debrief it with the teacher or explain, or was no. it just ignored? No, no, no. Yeah, 
we just hope to, uh, to have forget tonight, next week. And just because it was so short, I, I have this other story. Uh, um, in my school, always the first thing that the teacher does when they come into the classroom is they put in their PC into the projector, so it like shares the screen. And for some reason, this teacher had Facebook on, Facebook notifications. Uh oh. And he left the classroom, and a bunch of weird stuff started coming in oh, from his no. notifications. Uh, that weird led like what? us, well, like cheating stuff, like like weird stuff from a girl mm. that we know is not his wife's name. Uh, Interesting. So he was getting like sexual kind not of not sexual, but like flirty, weirdly intimate stuff. Okay, intimate messages from a woman who's not his wife. Yeah, we okay. even checked up what okay. his wife's name was. Wow. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> and yeah, that, it, it just started a huge rumor that it was uh, he was cheating on his wife, which was. Pretty funny. Wow, man. <laughs> we never was confirmed. It with Vin we can't really confront him at all. Poor guy. He's probably his sister or something. Talk to me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> then you all just <laughs> fucked him over. <laughs> at least, yeah. That actually reminds me of a story. I used to be really good friends with this guy in high school, and we had kind of the same dynamic where we you would catch eyes, just start laughing at the worst moment. Mm-hmm. Like for example, we worked for we both worked for this gardener who was a really devout Jehovah's Witness. And he started talk. I just, I started the conversation. I was curious, like, and so this is why it makes it so fucked up. I was asking, like, so what's the deal with your faith? He's so, because, like, his whole life's about his faith and everything. And he starts talking about, like, you know, really serious stuff. And we look at each other and start laughing. Like, I asked him, and I start fucking laughing at him. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, it does sound kind of goofy. But that's just to set the stage. Okay. So I was a poetry. This is honestly so fucked up, you guys. And I'm going to tell this story. It wasn't funny. It, it was horrible. <laughs> this, I didn't want this to happen. And I feel so bad. So please don't think ill of me. But we were both uh, poetry. We were both poetry majors. Writers. And we had a mutual friend who was a girl that we were all friends with. And she's like, I've been writing a poetry. Do you guys want to hear it? Like she kept trying to get, she kept trying to read us her poetry. And we're like, cool, let's hear it. So we go to a room. It's a small room. It's just the three of us in this room. And she starts reading this poem. We didn't know what to expect. She, she starts reading this. It's very intimate, very uh, vulnerable about her being assaulted. Something really vulnerable, right? And emotional. Powerful, beautiful poem about her being essayed or something. Just that's what the sense was. It's something horrible, right? That left this huge impact Uh on her. (laughs) And Uh it's something about there's like an inverse uh, formula for like how inappropriate it is to laugh that makes it irresistible. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so for just no good reason I catch eyes with Kareem <laughs> or well his it, my friend and like <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Well, just like for a small smile creep up on one of our faces just knowing <laughs> Just because we were both thinking the same thing, like, it's so fucked up if we laugh. Like, don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and we kept looking at each other. And then all of a 
Mark gets in a room that the three of us she's, she's reading this heartbreaking poem. And we're sitting there like <laughs> it's so fucked up, you guys. And like in my oh, mind, it was God. so painful. I so didn't want to laugh. It was so painful. And I just I I wanted to just like stop so badly. And she was like pretending like she didn't notice, but obviously she did because it was like a and she just kept reading the whole thing, and we were just, we were just like, wha- like stifling laughter. <laughs> it was just the, two, it was just the two of us and her in a room, and we were fucking laughing at her. It's so fucked up. <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't like tear, it wasn't laughter of joy. It was pain. It was just like self-loathing laughter. Like I couldn't yeah. help myself. Yeah. I just don't. It was just so painful, you guys. Oh God! I'm so sorry to her. I'm so so sorry to her. <laughs> that makes me think of my grandma's funeral. Me and my cousins were all kicked out by my oh, dad. Oh, bro! My cut co- real fast. My cousin came in late, and he sits next to me. And in Islamic funerals, you sit up. The, all the men and women in the family sit up at front on each side. My cousin turns to me and say, "What did I miss?" Because he came in late, and I said, turns out she's not dead. And then it just started to... (laughs) It started a chain reaction that got us all kicked out with my father because we were sitting in front and could not stop laughing. You can't ask, what did I miss at a funeral? That's weird. He set you up so so well for that. I thought you were going to say she died. What did you miss? Oh, she died. Uh, but yeah, uh, she didn't die. Works too. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. Jesus, your dad must have been pissed. No, oh, yeah, big time, <laughs> big time. <laughs> Oops, Zachy, did you go? Uh, no, but I, I thought of a story. All right, um, let's hear it. Does it involve you shitting on someone's lawn? No, no, no. <laughs> um, which I'm not cringing at. I'm still very proud of that. Yes, I don't know why, but, um, but, uh, we, but we love you for that. You know, I, I'm known as a very cringe person, and, you know, a lot of things I do, I just I just do. I don't find them cringy. Um, this Joker story, brain. the Joker brain, yes. Joker brain. Which in itself is cringe to a lot of people, but whatever. No, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> This story makes me cringe. So this says a lot. So so I was about 15, and I had a horrible case of swamp ass. Now, if you've ever had that, it's a horrible thing. It's very... What is swamp ass? It's like, you know... Find your term. Yeah. Um... You know, you had a long day of like diarrhea or whatever, and oh. your asshole is just raw, and oh, okay. your cheeks are red, and you know what have you. I thought swamp ass was just sweaty ass, but this is you're talking about. So, you have, there, you've there had was a traumatic kind of uh, experience at your ass. There was there was sweat involved. Yes. Yeah. It, okay. was, it was a full whammy. Okay. So I had this, and the same night we were going to an event. It was one of my dad's clients, and um. I I needed something for pain relief, mm. um, so I put this product on like a, a a Vaseline, but it's called Rosebud, and it helped with the chafing. And Rosebud, yeah, it helped with the chafing, and I caked this shit on like so finger much. right on your butthole. Yeah. So you went to the bathroom and just put it right on well, right on in your ass. This was before we were leaving. Oh, the okay, yeah, okay. You know, on the cheeks, all that. Yep. And you know, it was during summer, so it was a hot night. And, mm-hmm. You know. Uh, we go to the event, and the guy's like, hey, like, you want to go for a ride in my new Ferrari? And it's this beautiful 458 Ferrari. 
gorgeous. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we go in. I'm in the car. I'm sitting there. And, you know, like Ian's story, it was hot. And I Like start, Ian's story, it was hot. It was hot, yeah. Interesting. And I feel this, like, squish as I'm sitting in the car as we're riding around. And, yeah. Um, I'm like, what is that? Totally forgot that I put the rosebud on. <laughs> rosebud. And I'm wearing shorts. And I get up out of the car, and I see on the seat (laughs) the hole where you sit is just covered in this grease. Oh, no, dude. (laughs) And just rosebud, and I'm horrified. Oh. Thank God when we got out of the car, the dude didn't see it. But he knew. I, not at the moment. No, but he later. I'm sure later yeah. on he knew. I never, <laughs> I never this, heard. This nail trail you know that you must have been like, what seat. is wrong with this kid? He left. <laughs> he left Brand goo behind new him. fucking uh, Ferrari. Holy shit. <laughs> so I still cringe at that. Probably stunk, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he must have thought you were like the most vile kid he's ever met. <laughs> He, this kid left a stinky grease trail on my brand new car, man. That's awesome. I, uh, yeah, I, that, that horrifies me. I've never heard a word from him or my dad about did it. it look, was it like just, did it look like your ass and legs or was it just grease everywhere? It was grease everywhere. Wow. All over. Dude, what? Brand new fucking through, So the back of your pants must have been all wet and greasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. Also, there's another layer to this, but it, it, maybe there's maybe there's multiple uh, rosebud creams or something. I, I was just curious because I never heard of this brand yeah. before, mm-hmm. so I just Googled rosebud cream, and the first result is an organic vulvar and vaginal skincare. <laughs> is that what you use? That's not it, no. Are you sure? 150%. Sure. Okay, it does look like they have some other products. Right. That's just the first thing that oh. comes up right. on Google. This, when you this, is, this is like a Vaseline, like a lip balm, but you use it for like... Okay, and okay. Other. I was wondering if... That'd be <laughs> fucking funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that story makes me cringe. Yeah. yeah. That's bad. Yeah. I'm glad that makes you cringe. I would question your sanity if that didn't make you cringe. So that's my story. Okay. God, you must have used a lot of that product. Oh, I caked it on, Because this is what I'm seeing... <laughs> And I don't know exactly what it was, but, like, I'm just thinking you'd have to use a lot of Vaseline to get that. I was hurting that day, dude. Man. <laughs> like, it was bad. Rosebud salve. Yeah, that's it. That's okay. it. Is that that's the stuff? It. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what this is. Smith's Rosebud Salve. A trade secret blend of essential oils, <laughs> cottonseed oil, and a special and a special petroleum base. Mm. Rosebud perfumes. So it must have had a it must have had a nice rosy shitty like. <laughs> That's exactly scent. It, it seeped through my underwear. It seeped through the shorts. What I mean, it, it was just horrifying. Horrifying. Zach, <laughs> you got you. You got the best stories, buddy. I mean, that with the shitting on the grass is just... Which that doesn't... I don't cringe at that. I'm very proud of that story. Why are you proud of shitting on someone's grass? How many people... How many people can say they did that? A lot. Like, homeless people? Like, every homeless person? I don't know. But when you're in a predicament, when you're on your way to somewhere and your stomach is dropping and you can't hold it, what are you going to do? 
You can't hold it. I would rather shit my pants than drop trial and shit on but some pedestrian grass. if you remember grass. in my story, I, I tried shitting my pants in the car. It, my body well, why'd you have to do it on the grass? Do it in the gutter or something. I, it was the only place I found. <laughs> I hopped off the freeway and I'm like, I gotta go now. Glad you can live with yourself. I you can. gotta go, you gotta go, I suppose. Yeah. So we've heard from everybody, uh, AB, Indeed. I guess technically you haven't yeah, shared sorry. yours. Yeah, sorry. I mean, the only reason I still want to share is because I really had to dig deep for it. Okay. So, some context. Uh, in my hometown, a lot of the dudes are really buff. Like, they're really big dudes. I, the best way I can describe it quickly is, like, it's like the Arab version of, like, Guido's in Jersey Shore. Like, mm. Yeah. And uh, Ethan Bradbury type of thing? Nah, no, nah, no, nah, like bigger, big, buff dudes. Okay, like super jacked. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so one night, me and a bunch of my coworkers were all really close, and some of my friends went to the club. And uh, I had one friend who I was really close with. She was like, we were really close, but she's a little bit older than me. She was kind of like my wing girl. She was, she was really cool, but um, she's really pretty, and. Uh, she was talking to some dude at the time, and so her friends left, and she asked if we could take her home at the end of the night, her and my, uh, me and my friend Firas. And so she was talking to some new guy, and she was going to his place, and so we're driving him there. These are back in my days when I was uh, still drinking, so I was really drunk, and I was in the back seat of my friend's Mustang, Firas is in front, and then my, my, friend, my girlfriend in front, my friend who's a girl. And uh, so she calls the guy that she's talking to at the time, and this guy is like screaming at her, like, what if I call you? Like, like going nuts, like at her, like, I've been fucking. And I'm like, bro, what's wrong with this guy? And so I'm a little fucked up. I go, give me the phone, give me the phone. I was like passed out in the back prior to this. You're drunk. Yes. I take the phone, and uh, right before I, I start talking, she goes, no, no, no. He, he goes to Lava, which is the restaurant that we work at. So he might recognize me. She's, so I was, I was like, I'll change my voice. My drunk self, for whatever reason, like I guess I was thinking a lot of people in our, my hometown don't know pop culture that well. So I start imitating the emperor from Star Wars. <laughs> and so... Wait, give me an example of what that might have sounded like. Uh, so I was like, uh, I, <laughs> why are you talking to her like that? And he's like, he's like, he goes, what? He goes, who the fuck is this? I go... <laughs> The I go, emperor? Uh, yeah, I, I don't Dude. know. I go, don't worry about it. He's like, <laughs> he's like, who the fuck is it? He starts getting like really mad, yeah. screaming at me. I go, don't worry about it. I, and then he goes, uh, he goes, who? He goes, who? Like screaming at me. And I go, I am the Senate. <laughs> Everyone in this car starts cracking up. And then she starts fucking, and then she's laughing. And then he starts flipping out. And he goes, uh, and he goes, uh, what are you guys, high? And he's like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And I go, good, good, give in to your hate. And I just keep going with it. And he keeps kidding. And I'm cracking up. We're all laughing. I'm, I'm not thinking anything. And then we start to get closer. And I see he has a green Lamborghini. And then it clicks to me who this guy is. This guy looks just like an Arab version of The Rock. He's, he's rich? He's got a Lambo? He got a Lambo. He's like six fucking four. And he's just... Cock Diesel. He's he's obviously fucking, jacked up on Roy's or something. He's huge. Super angry. And then I look and he's standing outside waiting for us to roll up. And I, 
And I'm, I'm telling my friend Firas, I'm like, fucking go, 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 go. Take her, take her to one of her friends' house. And my friend Firas, who's also a tough guy, he goes, Avi, fuck this guy. We could take him. I'm like, no, 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 I can't take him. Go, 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 go. He, and he goes, Avi, stop being a bitch. I'm just, no, 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 no. We get close, and he starts walking up to the car. And like, my friend Firas, for whatever reason, thinks we could take him. How big's, how big's your buddy? He's shorter than me, and he's like, he, I mean, he, he's... He's kind of, you know, big, but he's like five, he's seven. Short. He's okay. short, short king. Short king, yeah. And so for whatever reason, in my drunk Palpatine rage, I reach through the seats, and I grab my friend's nipples, and I give him a titty twister, and I scream, go, as I'm squeezing his tits, and that worked, and he just gunned it, and then we dropped her off at her friend's house, and uh, yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was the story. I recognized the guy, and... Uh, we're cool now, but I was, I was just very embarrassed by that, S squeezing my friend's tits and seeing go, because he's, he's not the type to, to roll with that, so. So was he angry at the tit, uh, the tit maneuver? At first, he's like, he's like, Abby, what the fuck was that? And then he's like, I'm like, sorry, dude, I just, I, we, we definitely couldn't have taken him. And then he goes, he, <laughs> we kept driving, he goes, uh, Abby, like, <laughs> like, it's like 10 minutes later, Abby, I can't believe you really just squeezed my tits like that. He's like, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, bro, I was desperate at the time. We just had a, had a gun in. A titty twister. Double titty twister. Man. And did you guys ever talk about it after the, uh, I can't believe you did that? Or Every you know? chance these two had, my friend in the car, both my friends in the car, told the story of me giving a titty twister as I was afraid of getting my ass beat by the Arab rock. Hmm. Fantastic. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was about to say to me. <laughs> yeah, titty twister. I mean, I got a titty twister once from one of the guys at water polo, like one of the older guys, and I felt so violated. And I didn't even know this guy. Yeah. And, and first of all, it's extremely painful and very uh, humiliating. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. Like I was so upset. Mm -hmm. And I was like. I'm, I'm gonna, I was like, I can't believe you did that to me. I'm going to fucking kill him. I was ready to kill him. I was plotting. I was just, I, I, was, I was just so, I couldn't believe that happened. So, yeah, the titty twister is uh, definitely, I don't know, I've had it once and it felt, it left, it left a big impact on me. Titties. I don't think he ever talked to me again because I was like, <laughs> I think I looked like I was in a murderous rage. He was way <laughs> bigger than me, so I wasn't going to fight him or something. That wasn't on the table. He was probably expecting you to just laugh it off or whatever. And the fact that you got no. pissed. I was, was gonna. Uh, I was like, I'm plotting your death right now in my head. <laughs> yeah, someone gave me a very painful titty twister in middle school. And they're like, name five cereals. And I was in so much. And I couldn't think. And I'm like, Oreos, uh, Chips Ahoy. He's like, cereals. While he's like, twisting my whole nip. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't miss that about being a kid that like, a big part of it was just uh hurting each other yeah like thinking that that was funny you know what mm -hmm. i mean like there was a lot of that going on growing up some kid gave me a five star one time in fourth grade mm, what's five a five star? star uh it's just like you take your hand like and you just slap someone on the back as hard as you can oh okay <laughs> yeah and you know uh, like little names for things yeah like, cute. little cute names yeah. for Dude, I knew a guy, or I actually didn't know him, but it, it just somebody in my class uh, who, do you remember kids used to do this sometimes where you, you, you go up behind somebody 
and with your knee, you'd hit the back of their knee yes, to their leg. So somebody did that to this guy in my high school, and d without realizing the person that he did it to, like, had recently had oh, something wrong no. with his leg or something. Oh. And he fucking, like, blew out his kneecap, and I, like, Holy collapsed shit. and ended up having an ambulance come. But, it, like, thinking back, it's just like, kids are, kids are such they're, little they're, assholes. They're lunatics. <laughs> yeah, like, here's, just, here's one from middle school. Um, I was like involved because I was guess I was friends with the kid doing it and I knew the kid he was doing it too. He goes, wouldn't it be funny if I peed in a Coke can, a Coke bottle, and gave it to him and he drank it? And we were all like, I guess. Yeah, it'd be funny. So he took half a Coke bottle, went to the bathroom, pissed in the bottle, gave it to him. And then what's weird is he took the bottle and like... Who just takes a Coke bottle from someone they don't know that well and then <laughs> drinks it? He drank his piss. And then the police came. Oh. It turned into a whole thing. Oh. And they called on us to testify. What? It Holy was like shit. turned into this whole crazy thing. And I'm like, what is this? It's too nasty. That shit yeah, like that, man. Wild. That, <laughs> that, know it? that happened at you my know <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, love. Yeah, I'm delayed. My bad. Uh, do you guys know about anything that's called Buddha? Buddha? Like a, yeah. It's a similar like thing you do to people. Or Buddha? For some reason, kids did to each other what when is I it? was young. Yeah, so basically you go like this, and you go from behind, you just shove your hand up the ass and fucking spread it. Oh, I think oh, that's a new weird. one. Yeah. I see yeah. kids on TikTok doing that, I think, sometimes. <laughs> that's like, people did that to me when I was a kid, like, friends and shit. We don't <laughs> that, like That's the... seriously, like, a violation. Yeah, it seems oh, yeah. like straight up, like, almost borderline uh, R-word. Yeah, there was a <laughs> there was a similar thing growing up. What do they call it? It's like elephant something or other. And somebody come up behind you and grab you by the shoulders and put their knee in, oh. into your ass like really hard. Yeah, I, we used and to make do, like an elephant sound. You know what I mean? We used to do one when I was a kid called Ropey Ropey, where you would put them in your trunk, sedate them with a drug, <laughs> tie their arms and legs up in right. a rope, yeah, yeah. keep them in your dungeon, and then perform unspeakable acts on them for a week. <laughs> Right, yeah. It's called the Ropey Ropey. Yeah, I remember that one, And then one you too. let him go. Like I used to do that happened. one all the time. Yeah, Ropey yeah, it was, Ropey. Ethan, it was hilarious. Ethan, your story reminded me of the, the piss in the Coke bottle. <laughs> Some kid did that at my high school, except it was with his load. That's uh, sick. He, uh, he shot his thumb, load dude. into a Snapple. And he ended up getting <laughs> expelled. <laughs> Snapple? Yeah, he ended up getting expelled. Bro. Oh, brother. That's disgusting. So did Jesus. someone drink the Snapple? Yeah, he drank the whole fucking thing, and then he's like, ah, I came in the Snapple, and like... Oh, my God. See, goodness. now that... See? That's cummy right there. That tastes cummy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> cummy... That is literally cummy, for sure. I think that that's the most <laughs> fucked up thing ever. Yes. Kids are wild, man. Pretty well, gross. I actually have to wrap it up. How are we doing? How are we doing on time here? Uh, we do need to wrap it up. We're almost at two hours. Uh, Fantastic. I'm sorry. We do have one more submission uh, from Cameron. Cameron. Oh, Cameron! Come share your story. He linked in... Uh, we have time. Yeah, of course. We got time for you. Stand up, Cam. Um, Cam, stand up. You want me to pull this picture up of you in high school? Yeah. Holy shit, Cameron! This is you in high school. Yeah, I'm, I'm not as gifted as a storyteller as all you guys are. So, bro, I figure, look at uh, those bracelets. A picture is worth a thousand uh, cringe stories, and there's a few. Uh, Have you ever posted <laughs> this to Blunder here. Years? The subreddit Blunder Years? <laughs> Never heard of it, but I should check it out. 
Okay, you gotta post this photo to Blunder Years. Well, keep looking, keep looking, it gets worse. Well, well hold on, I'm still oh, enjoying yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're taking well. all of this in. So you have a communist shirt on. Yep, I was a bit of a... I, I, I don't know anything about Marxist theory, really. I just, uh, I don't know, it was... For the people. You're, yeah, you're I was an a man, man of the people. people. Clearly, I was most popular in high school yes. with this kind of attire. Dude, those bracelets. What was your theory on all the bracelets? Um, I like the way they look, and uh, I still wear some bracelets to this day, but not that many. <laughs> and there's also, if you look very closely, there's also a fish sweatband there from the band Fish. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, big That's fish, cool. big fish yeah. energy uh, coming off of this. Yeah. <laughs> big then, so energy. we have the, um, you know, oh my God. average uh, Reddit oh. user here. I, Wait, I, I have a cringe story with the creator of, I have a cringe story with the guy who created Adventure Time. Oh, Pendleton Ward? Yes. Uh-oh. I would love to hear that. I'm a big stan. You might want to... We, we might have to save it for next time. Next time, A little okay. teaser for next time, because we really are pretty this much out of time This is one here. that I think back on in terror and shame. Mm. Oh, I, oh, yeah, that is good. That is good cliffhanger. I'd love to hear it yeah. for the next one. Next week. <laughs> Look at the thousand miles Yeah, there. I was about to say that. Oh, my God. Those bracelets remind me of prank invasion. I'm so, wait. Those you bracelets say? remind me of prank invasion. Oh yeah, clearly I made made out with a lot of girls with yeah. that. Yeah. How was your circulation not cut off? <laughs> you look so different. I mean, pro I mean, look, you 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 your skin looks beautiful. Oh, you yeah. grow. I mean, you don't you look so different. What what are you trying to say what's wrong with this photo? Huh? My skin's not beautiful here. <laughs> it's like a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you've blo you've blossomed into a fine young man. A glow up yeah. as they say. A glow up. A glow up. A little bit. Yeah, you've had a glow up. Then the last up. photo is my uh, Rosie O'Donnell face. Although Bob Dylan shirt, that's a cool, cool Bob Dylan shirt. Yeah, yeah. I got that at the Bob Dylan show. He was a horrible. Uh, here you horrible look good. Ex. You look good here. That's my Ro <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> no, you look fine here. You look fine. Uh, I still wear that flannel from time to time. Too. Oh my god! Oh, now wow. that's amazing. You can fit in clothes from high school. Well, that's yeah. something I can never do. I wouldn't right. say I fit in great, but sorry to yeah. <laughs> this is fine. You look great here. I'm not going to hate on this okay. poor little well, kid. I am, but. You know, thanks for giving me the opportunity to share these. You know, have a great day, everybody. But you should definitely you, submit this you. to Blunder Years. I think people would love this photo on sure. top specifically. Yeah, that's a prime target. Well, let's analyze this real quick. Uh, okay, we got... The Guy Fox mask. Guy yep. Fox mask, uh, Green Lantern shirt. A lot of Xbox 360 games there. Yeah, what's the... Uh, is that a Tibetan flag? Uh, that is a t flag of Tibet, yeah. Okay. I, I'm, you know, okay. I like to Make up your mind. Free are you Tibet. communist or are you free Tibet? <laughs> free Tibet all the way. I'm, okay. I, you, I, can't, Tibet. you can't be both. Yeah. I'm we got Tibet some all the way. Xbox games and um, uh, Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Oh, a Bob Marley uh, banner. Yeah. It doesn't even look like a poster. It's like a banner. It is a banner, yeah. That's Cameron, sick. Don't, um, take, don't take this the wrong way, but in this specific photo, you kind of look like a young James Charles. Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't see it. Oh, oh no. no. We, yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm desperate. <laughs> that, does, uh, that does resonate. I'm desperate energy, that photo right there. <laughs> yeah. Really sad. Yeah. Uh, well, really sad. I'm really sad. <laughs> yeah, really sad. All right. Remind me to tell the, uh, the adventure time Okay, I'll put a note cause... in the doc. But, yeah, we are, I... we are past the two-hour threshold now, so we should uh, rip it up. He asked me for a photo because I was with Justin Roiland at some kind of event. Oh, I was at the the Simpsons. Telling the story. Yeah, but he was a fan of mine. He wanted a photo, and something happened that I think made him never want to know me. Oh, got it. You're leaving a little. Okay, I like yeah, this. A, a little cliff, a little cliffhanger there. Till next time. Yeah, I don't. We'll save that for next time. Yeah, I'll hold on to that thought.
Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Sister snatched. All right. Uh, Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>